Welcome, folks, to Brand of Man Ministries, building one disciple at a time for the cause of Christ. I am your host, Will Hunsaker. And if you have not noticed so far, Paul has opened the first chapter of his letter to the Ephesians with a Trinitarian-style message of the grace of God. He has illustrated this through the Father's purpose, the Son's mission, and the Holy Spirit's assurance. Now, in these final verses, Paul concludes this chapter with why he reminded them, the Ephesians, of those Christian principles, that Trinitarian message of his grace. He did so for the enlightenment of the church. So let's go right to the text from the Apostle Paul, chapter 1, beginning in verse 15, and we'll conclude out this chapter. For this reason, Paul says, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints. I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know. What is the hope to which he has called you? What are the riches of his glorious inheritance in the saints? And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand in heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion? and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the age to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. Ephesians 1, 15 through 23. Folks, the enormity of these truths is beyond our limited ability to appreciate fully let alone fully understand. Paul emphasizes that our prayers of thanksgiving each and every day should include what God has given to all who believe by his grace, which is the knowledge of him. An amazing feat. As Paul describes the, the spirit of wisdom that he said, that God has given enables believers to act on what they know and believe. This isn't the cause and effect type of wisdom we have been accustomed to in this world. Paul references the wisdom of things as they truly are, not as they would as we would like them to be, but as as they truly are. The good reference of this comes from Proverbs 9:10, where Solomon writes, "The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom." For some to understand and appreciate and apply that proverb, their eyes truly and their heart truly must be enlightened to his power and glory. That doesn't come from us. To understand, appreciate, and apply that, just as Paul talks about with that Trinitarian me message of the Father's purpose and, and the, the, the work of Christ and the seal of the Spirit, our assurance of salvation, to understand, appreciate, and apply that fully, our eyes and heart must be enlightened because we are dead in our sins. We do not search and seek for the things of God. We must be enlightened to his power and glory and to the grace that he has poured 
out upon all who believe through the finished work of Christ, not from us, all from him. But the spiritual enlightenment continues here. As Paul wants believers to know that God has called them into the hope of his inheritance. What does Paul mean by that? Well, simply put, believers have been called by God to himself through the work of Christ. And finally, the enlightenment believers receive from God's grace is comprehending his power. We realize the power of God in our salvation because he raised Christ from the dead and placed him at the seat of power with authority over all things. That power, folks, guarantees that what God has promised, he will deliver. Now that's grace. And that is Paul's message to the Ephesians. Do you see what God has given by his grace to not only us, to his entire creation? So what have we seen in chapter one of Ephesians? By God's grace, we've seen the plan of redemption revealed to us through the Father's purpose, the Son's work, the Spirit's assurance, and the enlightenment of his chosen people, the Church of Christ, the body of Christ. We've seen that God's sovereign plan involved us before creation. That's grace. We've seen that Every believer has the fullness of God's grace and salvation, not a portion of it, not a, a measure of it, all of it, because God gave it. He doesn't dole it out in parts. You get the full measure through Christ. And we've seen that every believer has that fullness of the Spirit of God within them as a seal of your assurance that God has chosen you. And we see that realized in our ability to believe. So we rest in Christ and not in this world. You belong to God. He has worked his work in you. And you belong to his people. And when he calls you to his rest for all eternity, you will belong there too. Thank you for listening, folks. And next up on Open Your Bibles, we will turn to chapter 2 of Ephesians, where we will see God's grace uniting us to himself through Jesus Christ, specifically with verses 1 through 3, and why God is sovereign. God's grace and peace be with you all. And remember, the Bible cannot mean anything different today than it did back then. Thank you.